Welcome to Sports Society. Here's your host, Andrew Faust. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the show that never ends. This is actually episode 30. Uh, last episode, I said it was episode 30. This is actually episode 30. So it's it's so good to be back and here with me. Uh, on the left side of your screen right now, we've got Calvin Lackey. This is a figure you're going to want to listen to, and it's it's uh, very special to have you on, Calvin. Thank you, Andrew. I'm I'm happy to be here. I, I can't believe you've done 30 of these. I didn't know that. 30. Yeah, you are 30, so you should feel you should feel very special. You should feel yeah, I'll just, uh, honored. Uh, I'll introduce myself real quick. I mean, I'm sure, sure everybody that's watching this probably knows me, but other than that, you know, I'm Calvin Lackey. Uh, I moved out to Virginia this summer. Uh, we were talking about this to, to work a job as a door-to-door sales rep. So that's that's a big part of my life right now. Other than that, I compete in Olympic-style weightlifting. So that's like the snatch and the clean and jerk, if you've ever seen it. And I do that for a team at Lindenwood University going into my sophomore year. And I'm, I'm actually now the captain of the team, which wow. sounds great. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's sick. That's, Stuff that's gone on in the past year of my life yeah well he didn't he didn't mention that he's also he's also making videos on tiktok and he's got uh 26.1 thousand followers i have to actually have it pulled up right here so uh, if you're not already go give him a follow on tiktok he makes great stuff on there but you've gone viral multiple times on there talk about how what that has done for you uh i'd say like like tiktok like like sure, I've made like a little bit of money now. Like once you hit ten thousand followers, like you can make money off of it. So I've wow. made like two hundred fifty bucks or something. Like that's cool, I guess. Yeah. But uh, the, the real reason I do it, the real reason you know I I try to post videos and stuff is is one to inspire people to try weightlifting because um, it's it's not really a well known sport um, mm-hmm. at least in the United States. People don't really do it. Uh, and then two to just like build a community and make connections like for like myself like. I actually, so one of my best friends right now, uh, Mallory Garza, she's on Team USA for, for you know, United States weightlifting. Uh, I met her pretty much through TikTok. She just like followed me back one day. Um, and then I like, I joined a live that she was in and she's like, she like invited me to go on the live and we just talked for a while. Now we're like best friends. So it's pretty cool. Like, like I, I make a lot of connections like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so just 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 making those connections is is really big. I mean, obviously, like there's other little, like kind of business side of things. Like there's a company called Barbell Rescue. They make mm. barbell brushes that wrap around the barbells, and like like you you just brush it real easy mm-hmm. for cleaning them up. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty close with the owner of that company now. I sold some of those brushes for him at a weightlifting meet we hosted at Lindenwood. Uh, it's just it's just little stuff like that, and it's going to keep on compounding and, and getting bigger and bigger as you know my influence kind of grows. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. So you've kind of met all of these different people just from this community that you're getting into. Yeah. So weightlifting is actually like pretty small. So yeah. uh, first of all, I noticed like when you when you were texting me about this earlier, like you said something about powerlifting, like oh about your powerlifting thing. That's what so, I thought it was called, but it's weightlifting, yeah. right? There's two different sports. Um, okay. There's weightlifting and then powerlifting. And then okay. weightlifting is also called Olympic weightlifting uh, mm. because of the kind that they do in the Olympics. So powerlifting is squat, bench, deadlift. Weightlifting is snatch and clean and jerk. It's so very I different. I gotcha. Yeah. But okay. powerlifting is way more popular right now in the United States, that is. 
Um, I think I, I looked up like some numbers like the other day and it was like around like 200,000 to 250,000 like people in the United States that have competed in a powerlifting competition. And I, I was kind of sketched out about that number. I'm like, does that mean like, like, I, 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 that seemed huge to me. That seemed like, like really big. Right. But there's all different federations. There's all different branches of it. So it kind of made sense to me, I guess. Weightlifting is a uh, one, one thing runs it. It's USA weightlifting and there's about 20,000 members. So it's pretty tiny. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Compared to, you know, like right, imagine the amount of people that play basketball or play golf. Like it's like yeah. millions, right? It's, it's millions. Right. Yeah. It's a bunch. It's a bunch. That's that. Yeah. That's a crazy, uh, that's a crazy stat. And like, I guess I didn't know the difference between those two, but it makes sense because like, I'm not doing snatch or, or what we are clean. Like whenever I go to the gym, I probably should be, but I don't, I, I'm doing like bench and, and I back squat and then I haven't really gotten to the deadlifts, but I'm thinking about doing that. But yeah, that's, I think, I think I see a lot of people doing that at the gym and not as many are doing that, um, you know, that weightlifting stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you see somebody doing it, it's kind of weird, right? It's like, Oh, look at him. Whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. If you're, if you're in a commercial gym, it's, I hate that kind of separation is that most commercial gyms don't have the equipment to actually like accommodate weightlifters. Like, mm. like the barbells we use are a lot higher quality. The, we need like special plates that can be dropped from overhead, uh, like bumper plates, you know, mm-hmm. it's stuff like that. Like we're using this thing is called jerk blocks to do jerks off of, you don't, you don't need that, but there's, there's, there's a lot of nice things about joining an actual weightlifting gym. So it's like, there's this divide just between regular gym people and people that do weightlifting. Right. So how did you get into the weightlifting, I guess, because it is such a niche group, I think, compared to the powerlifting. So how did you get into that space? Yeah, so I guess really, really, when I first, you know, was introduced to like a movement like that was like, like Coach Edwards sophomore year strength training class, like the beginner strength training. This was before COVID. I, I even have I have videos of me from then like doing clean and it's awful like I have the bar like <laughs> it's not good yeah and I'm really glad I have some of those videos but really so like I mean I did cleans there I think I remember like my max was like 155 maybe for like a power clean I don't know something something like that like it wasn't good right. like there was a bunch of seniors doing better than me a bunch of juniors that were better than me right and at some point like you know COVID happened. I would, I would work out. I had like a home gym that I'd kind of built at that point, or I would, I would run up to Rockwood South and use their pull-up bar and, and yeah. dip bar like in the field up there. Like I, I, COVID was a weird time, man. It was. And eventually, you know, I, I build this like home gym and I have a squat rack and a deadlift platform and I'm doing some powerlifting stuff, but I really want to get better at track. Like I really mm. wanted to be good at track um like I wasn't really good at cross country I just like knew that I'm not like really built for it like right I don't got the engine in me to you know run really cross country's tough man that's that's tough sport yeah that's that's, it's all up here but but you know I just didn't I don't know I'm like I was like twice as big as the other kids doing it like they're all like 120 pounds and I'm like like 175 like (sighs) like like they're dying yeah, it's so you know, I decided kind of like junior year. So I'm like, yeah, cross country is like not going to be my thing. Um, but I think I could be kind of good at sprinting. So like, 
I get into sprinting, you know, coach Hopkins, who was the head cross country coach, her son is a D one sprinter at SLU. Mm. Uh, all, all winter, I would like three days a week, we would go up to uh, SLU's campus, run on their track with the D one athletes. And they'd teach us, teach me stuff like about sprinting, how to do block starts. Like we're just doing workouts in like the freezing cold. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting better. And, and all that while I'm also like training, you know, more athletically, like I'm not doing mm-hmm. bodybuilding. So I'm like, okay, like cl- cleans, like, yeah, power cleans are good for ath- athleticism. Mm-hmm. Start doing that a lot. Like I'm getting really into it. Um, eventually like end of junior year, I'm hitting like maybe like a 205 clean. Like it's not wow. that good. It's, it's I okay. mean, that sounds good to me. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, so that I'm, I'm hitting that and I'm like, I look at the record board in the, mm-hmm. in the summit weight room and I'm like 245 clean and jerk. I think I could do that. Like, like I could, I could probably do that. Like I have right. the entire next year to do it. And so just that whole summer, like, I, I remember I made it like, it was my Apple watch, like background was a picture of the record board. Like, I just like made it a goal. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to beat that record. That's like, dope. And I was yeah. kind of discouraged junior year. I strained my hamstring like three times in track. So I'm like, mm-hmm. at that point I'm like, okay, well, cross country wasn't for me. Well, now it feels like track's not for me either. Like I yeah. suck. Like I was, I was dog shit. Like, like it was not going good. And so I'm like, I need to find my thing. I need to like. I need to be good at something. Like I, I like felt like I needed to like excel. And yeah. so I'm working all summer, you know, I have no coach. Like I'm just trying to figure out this stuff on my own, like yeah. just how to do, how to do cleans better. I'm watching everything that's online, every Instagram video, every YouTube, like person that coach that puts out content on there. Okay. I'm like in random people. I'm like, can you help me with this? Like, yeah. And you know, I, I'm, I'm building up my clean, like, you know, I go from 205 to I'm, I'm hitting 225 easy. Then I'm hitting, I hit 245. Then I, then I failed 255, wait a couple months, cross country season comes around. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like a big hit, like weightlifting cross country. It's not. It doesn't go together. Well, I'm sure you're losing a bunch of weight too, doing that. Yeah. 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 Like I, I think I was uh, about, I was, yeah, I was like 160, 165. Um, by the time cross country season was over and I was still training weightlifting, like I was like, you know, doing the movements like once or twice a week, like not really intensely. Like I just knew like, once this was over though, I'll, I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. And so just a few weeks after cross country was over, uh, coach, coach Edwards said, Oh, it's, it's clean max day. And I'm like, coach, can I, can I do clean and jerk instead? And he's like, okay, if you want to, Yeah. I'm like, all right, we, <laughs> yeah, I said, it's I, time. I said, coach, I'm going to break the record over there. And he says, oh, okay. <laughs> now, and, did he know you were going for the record beforehand or did, was this the first time? I didn't, I didn't even okay, tell him. That's... It was kind of like something I did on my own in the summer. You know, I didn't even really tell anybody. I don't even think, I didn't even tell my mom. Like I didn't, Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I don't even, like if I was dating somebody at the time, I don't even think I told them like, yeah. like I, don't, I don't even remember and that's impressive so i just come into that class and i'm like i'm like all right it's go time like i'm like zoned, zoned in and yeah. i hit you know the, the clean was so easy and then uh you yeah, know maybe maybe i'll send it to you after and you can edit into the video or the version of this or something that'd be cool i think but i've it, seen it i think i've seen it before is it the one where you're like your face gets all red is it that i don't one? know like it was it was it's the one where like ella Bodie's in the background and she's like 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll throw it in. I'll throw it in right now. Oh boy, let's go. Yeah. All right, bet, 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 bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, you know, I, I hit that, and like before I even hit that one, like I, so I hit two. Uh, the two forty five was the record. I hit, I hit two fifty. Just put five pounds on it. Be safe, you know. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's jump to two sixty five. I think I could hit that. And I like crushed it. I was like so happy. Damn. Hall after that, like just like bum around, like I'm just like stimmed out. I'm like. Yeah, so I yeah. post I posted this on my my lifting Instagram account, uh, which at the time had like ten followers, maybe. <laughs> maybe 10 yeah. followers. I followed you. Account. I think I remember I followed you whenever you had like eighteen or something. It was pretty small whenever I followed you, but I was like, really? "That's pretty cool that you, that he's doing this." So yeah, Andrew, Andrew's an OG. OG. I, I was kind of OG. I wasn't like first ten OG, but I was pretty OG. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I had it private even back then. Anyways, yeah. Jack Bullard does CrossFit at a CrossFit gym in Fenton. And the head coach of weightlifting at this CrossFit gym happens to be the assistant coach at Lindenwood Weightlifting. Okay. Yeah. So he, he was at both places. And Jack just like, you know, offhandedly is like, look at look at this kid. Like, 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 is he good? Like, and I guess yeah. I guess my coach was impressed. And so they, they reach out <laughs> to me. Uh, there's kind of a funny story behind that where I had like at the time, like as a joke, I put like, I looked up on Google, I'm like list of banned substances. And I just like put like a bunch of steroids in my bio. Like I was like, test. A hundred, a oh, thousand no. <laughs> oh no. Like, I was like trend, like, like right. three, three grams a day. Like, like just crazy, crazy weird. Like, I, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways. Jack doesn't tell me that he's showing my Instagram to these these coaches. Oh no. And that's in the bio. <laughs> and so he shows it to them. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, dude. Like he, he messages me after and he's like, I showed your Instagram to this weightlifting coach and he coaches at a college program and they were interested in you. And he oh, said, like, oh, they said like it was kind of weird how you had all those steroids in your bio. <laughs> My Jack, bro, you could have told me like. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, at the time, did you know that you you were? It was like, it was in the books to go to college for that sort of thing, or was that not even on your radar? No, and I didn't even plan on competing in it. Like, I didn't. Mm. I wasn't even doing snatches. I wasn't even doing snatches. Like, I was only doing clean and jerks. Yeah. Like, she wanted to break the school record, and I was literally, I was in Drew Cross and Harrison Luchtefeld and Nolan Staffen's room at Mizzou. Like, I was like ready to go to Mizzou. Yeah, like I paid my housing deposit. Like I did everything to go to Mizzou. Damn, that's and wild. Like, Andy Hinkamp is, is president of SIG up there, so I was right. probably going to join that. Like I was just really good friends with Andy, and um, like yeah, I was all set to go to Mizzou. Like that was my plan. And as soon as I heard about the weightlifting thing, like I wrote this giant email back to Coach. Like he he emailed me first. I was like, yeah. damn. And he's like, I heard you might be interested in the program. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your experience and and stuff like that? I just send him this huge thing. It's got my resume on it. It's got like a whole album of videos. It's like super yeah. professional, and it's got like my like high ACT score and my GPA and shit there too. Like yeah, like I think I really impressed him. And so we go on a Zoom call, 
talk with him like he likes me he's like just come up to visit next week sometime visit him you know i i get in like i'm not good at weightlifting at this point like right like the clean and jerks like cool like but that's just like a one-off thing it's not like if i go to a competition like a national level competition like that's like dog water like i'm mm. like not good yeah so i gotcha um i mean for that age group like it's kind of decent but i mean maybe maybe it would be top 10 and like under 17 like i, I don't even know it, it doesn't matter yeah. but yeah that's that's really how i got into it and i just kind of decided you know i'm making this like my thing like this is what i feel like i was meant to be and you know, like I said, now, just a year later, like now I'm captain of the team, which is crazy. Like I was not expecting that at all. Like, you know, doing a lot. That's sick, dude. That's actually, that's a crazy story. And it goes to show like connections are everything because if Jack and although Jack did kind of make the mistake of showing the Instagram to you, but like if he had never showed that coach, you know, like we never know, you know, where you would be, you probably would be at Mizzou and sick at, you know, that's, that's kind of wild. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm so happy because it's like the, I mean, I, I wouldn't say like it's the best thing that ever happened to me, but like, I, oh, really, there. Really, I really appreciate like where my life is right now and everything I'm able to do because of weightlifting, because of the sport, because of the people I've met through it. Right. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be working this cool job uh, here if I, one of my teammates didn't um, also work that job and then invite me to come out with him and do that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. That's uh, that's it's like it's crazy because like some like super successful people you like listen to to like their stories and they and they talk about along the way how connections helped every single like part of the way, and that seems to be what's what's going on with you. So, um, talk a little bit more about this opportunity that you have going to Virginia now because of your connection through the team. So I wouldn't say like, I'm not going to like glorify it or be like, yeah. it's the best thing ever. Like it sucks, dude. Like it's yeah. awful. Like I'm doing door to door sales. Like, do you like door to door sales people? Like probably not. Like, I, I don't answer the door whenever I see yeah, a door to door exactly. sales. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I'm sure you get a lot of them in summer chase too. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can imagine. We had one, we had one the other day. We had one the other day, but we get one probably every every other week or maybe like every two weeks something like that but yeah it's pretty often yeah and like in st louis like i don't know what they're doing out there in st louis for door-to-door -door stuff but the really common ones are selling solar panels uh pest control which is what i'm doing mm. uh, then you got like windows people replacing the windows because it'll decrease your energy costs or something you got like roofing people people that are trying to cut down trees in your yard um replace the asphalt on your driveway their pressure washing like there's a lot i feel like it's mostly stuff around the house you know like stuff that like people need help with and yeah there's also the uh like security cameras like yeah people you knock around for you know oh we'll install these security cameras for you it's cheap whatever right anyways i'm doing the pest control so in virginia particularly not only am I selling in the three richest counties in the entire United States, but it's also like the bugs are really bad here. Mm. So it's just a good market for it. Perfect um, like storm. I could have done something in St. Louis similar, but I don't think I would uh, have as much opportunity to make money, that kind of thing. And it's completely commission based. So if you don't sell any, you get no money. So <laughs> like, I'll tell you this, like we had, we had about 50 people in the office, like on our first, first day we got here and 
a very good number of them dropped out. I'd say at least like 20 are gone. Wow. They just left them. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're not cut out for it, you're not cut out for it. Like you got to be able to one, make sales and two, just not be beat down by people saying no all the time. Like, like you never know if that sales waiting on the next door. Like you can't just mm-hmm. stop because people said no. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. I think, I think a lot of people get deterred by the word no, but it just means on to the next, you know, especially in your case, whenever you're going door to door and it can get, I, I'm sure it can get tiring when you go, and you, when you get like 10, 11 no's in a row, however many, what do you think is like the longest streak of no's you've gotten? Um, for three days, I got zero accounts. Wow. So I probably, to, probably, I probably knocked on about a hundred to 120 doors each of those days. And, and, and then, you know, I'd say about a third to a half of them answered. So we're looking at maybe, you know, 120, 130 no's over the span of three days that's wild that's yeah that's a different type of uh you gotta have a dog a dog in you you know if you have that job i think that's that's crazy and actually it's surprising like a lot of my roommates and my other co-workers they get like yelled at or like you know karen's like like to you know escort them out of the neighborhood and call the cops and stuff like really like, what we're doing is legal we have our permits like it's public roads you know, even if they have a no soliciting sign, like it's not upheld. Like I don't, I don't knock no soliciting signs personally, but basically like, like some people do and technically it's not upheld by Virginia law, like, or the constitution, like, like, like if you have visibly like displayed, like no trespassing private property, like signs, then, then that's against the law, but just no soliciting, like that's not actually um, illegal. Is that just Virginia? Or is that every? Is that everywhere? It kind of depends, like state to state. Like for instance, my my permit that I have for a specific county in Virginia says that you're not. It's illegal to knock no soliciting doors in that county. Mm, I got like you. federally though. Like there's been some some you know Supreme Court cases and stuff where you know like like people tried to put up no soliciting like neighborhood ordinances. And I'm pretty sure that like, those aren't like upheld either, just because yeah. like violates the First Amendment. Like, like you don't you don't have to answer the door. You don't have to listen to them. You can just shut the door when you hear what they're doing. Like, it's yeah. it's not that big, honestly. People make it into a way bigger deal. That's like, that's lady- what I'm thinking with yeah. with the door to door. Because like obviously, like what what I do whenever I see him, like a lot of times I'm I'm the only one at the house, and like there'll be a door to door guy and um the other day like i i didn't answer and then they came back again and i didn't answer again and i they may have even came back a third time is that common where you guys like come back to the same house again yeah so we'll get an area like uh it might be like an area that lasts you one day it might be an area that lasts you two or three days and like your job in that area is to knock you know from most people knock from one until it gets dark. Like that's a pretty typical schedule. Okay. Um, so you, you'll at one o'clock, you'll about like one to four thirty, one to five, you'll knock a bunch of houses for the first time. Okay. And like the goal of that is just to get the nose out of the way. Like the, mm. like the people are going to one waste your time. Um, like, and then, and then you're also seeing who's not home. Okay. I got gotcha. you. 
and you're also getting like callbacks like oh like i'm interested come back later like i'm busy right now like just come back later stuff like that i need to talk to my my wife my husband gets home at this time come back then um so you're like setting up sales for later in the day as well but so once you knock through like you know your your area for that that day um then you're going to start on the re-knocks on the houses that weren't home and usually like you know it's common to like re-knock like after five o'clock okay so you might, you might take a little break just eat a snack or something and then at once it's after five like people are starting to get home from work you're going again to try and talk to more people so yeah if, you, if they didn't answer and you know like if I see somebody like look through the window and then not answer, like I'm just going to mark that they are not interested. I'm not going right. to say like they're not like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't want to really bother people. So, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, it, very, it I'm very sneaky about it. Like I, I'm like looking through like the window, like the curtains I'm looking through there. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sneaky about it. So maybe that maybe I should just make it obvious that I'm just not interested. But yeah, that's that, that's something I wanted to know because it is interesting. Yeah, it's, and I mean, like I said, tough job, you know, a lot of the people here aren't cut out for it, but you can make a lot of money if you're good. There's upside. If you're good, you can make a lot of money if you're good. Like I've sold, I've sold about 20,000 in, in revenue right now for pest control. Yeah. Um, and our base commission, actually, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say this. Let's just say <laughs> It's a good, it's, uh, it's a goodly sum. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's pretty high up there. We're not looking at like five, it's not like 5% or something. It's, okay. it's, it's up there. Yeah. And yeah, like, like you can make a lot of money. Like for instance, if you sell like 70,000 in revenue over the whole summer, like you can go home with, you know, 25 to $35,000. Like, wow. Like you, you yeah. can make a lot. But yeah. that's if you're good and if you can stay consistently good. Right. So is you know? that, is that like a month, is that a, uh, is that a Monday through Friday thing? You just go out weekly? Uh, Monday through Friday and then Saturdays is kind of like a morning, like half day kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so we like go out at 10 a.m. till like 4 p.m. and then mm -hmm. we're done. Yeah. I so it's just a lot, a lot of people are home on Saturdays, so a good day to go around and try and talk to you know people that actually make decisions for the house the decision yeah. maker yeah like i said though it's you know it was really tough like the first like two weeks here like not only was i sleeping like six hours a night but like Oof. work like all that walking like walking like eight to ten miles a day like was just really hitting me and Damn. then i had to go i had to go to the gym five days a week still i got a competition coming up uh at the end of this month and like, I can't just like take time off. There was some stressful life events that happened as far as like, so I had a gym that I planned on going to out here. Right. Um, and I get, I get here. So my first day here and my buddy already got a membership there. The, the one that I'm teammates with. Right. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go in the morning. I'll just go get my own membership, but you want to give me a key fob just in case nobody's there. He's like, yeah. So I get there at like 8.30 in the morning. Nobody, nobody's there in the entire place. I'm like, mm -hmm. I just I just walk in. I start warming up and I'm using the equipment and stuff. And at 9, guy strolls in and he's like, who are you? What are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm Calvin. Nice to meet you. I, I, I wanted to let you know that I'm signing up for a membership. I assume you're the owner. He's like, he's like, what? Did you sign a waiver? How are you lifting? How did you get in here? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, my roommate, Logan, he has a membership here. So... Uh, he gave me the key fob just in case nobody was in here to sign me up. I was like, I noticed you don't have staffed hours on your website. 
Mm. So I just kind of came in, like, hoping somebody would be in here, but I wasn't going to take a day off. But he, he didn't even let me, like, explain myself. Like, he was, like, he was, like, heated. He's, like, I'm so angry right now. I'm probably going to kick you out, but I'm going to go in the other room and cool off. What? <laughs> he, said, don't, he, like, don't. talked you through his anger? <laughs> like, he's, like, he's, like, don't lift anything. I'll, I'll be back. And he goes and, like, sits at his desk for, like, five minutes, and I'm just sitting there, like, Dude, that guy, that's a guy that's like been through some classes or something. He's like, he's like taking, taking five minutes to like cool down. That's, that seems like something that you would practice. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, like who does that? Who says, let me go cool down for a second. <laughs> well, so I don't weird. know. I guess he just wanted like a clear head to make the decision about if he was kicking me out or not. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, well, did you end up getting kicked out or what? Yeah, he comes back. He says, <laughs> says, he says, grab your shit. Um, give me the key fob. You, you and your buddies' memberships are not. You, you're both. You're both banned. Like, I'm like, damn. He banned you both, dude. That's yeah. wild. And I'm not even kidding. Like, this gym was like a minute from our office. Like, it's like <sighs> a location. Like, like I have a morning meeting at 11 a.m. And so I was just gonna lift before the morning meeting. Saves me a lot of time. It's just right there. Mm-hmm um and i didn't know of any other gyms that were close enough like i had looked like this was the only one that worked like i gotcha I'm like, yeah I, I get to my car and i'm like dude like fuck, am, I, am i gonna have to go back home like what am i gonna do like i have no place to train like i have to train today like i have yeah. to go to the day like i have my program to do like i'm not even gonna lie like like i cried a little i was like i was like just fucking like like i'm alone like right. i have no like no you're so far away too yeah yeah and and then I, I also had to go knock doors for the first day ever and you know oh. i didn't even know, barely knew the pitch and so i'm getting yelled at the whole day but like yeah it was a rough time eventually i you know i found another gym that's just about it's like 13 minutes away it's and it's it's honestly a lot nicer so i mean blessing in disguise yeah maybe, maybe a blessing yeah that's that's so wild dude that like he wouldn't even let you explain yourself, and then you both got banned. Your your roommate got banned as well. That's wild. The guy was like, "Oh, you can come back in June, maybe." And I'm like, "I'm like, oh, like I have this competition. I can't just take two weeks off." Like, he's like, "Okay, well, if you want to, you can come back in June." I'm like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go get a membership somewhere else." Like, yeah, what? That's weird. Yeah. And also, well, like, that would be so awkward. Like, I like what? I walk back in. I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> remember me you banned me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's crazy dude uh well i think i think it is a blessing to disguise that you're you're out of that place i mean anywhere with like i don't know like like a really uptight owner like that i don't know maybe the guy was having a bad day i don't know him personally obviously but um mm -hmm. but yeah i mean you you want you want a, like a supportive community around you especially when you're doing events like like what you're doing so Take me through the events themselves, like what you're prepping for. All right, so here I'll even uh, pull up a little video. Hopefully, it'll show well on the on the screen there. Yeah. Um, like the first event is the snatch, uh, and you get three attempts. Okay. Yeah. So there's, the snatch. There's my last competition. Snatch goes over your head in one fluid movement. There's some rules, and this so this impressive. list right here. It looks like I didn't make it, or it looks like I made it, but it actually didn't count. Damn um, it. So, yeah, so, so, like, there's, like, lights behind you, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And there's there's three judges. Each light is a judge, and okay, you get white or red. Uh, basically, on that lift, what happened is, I, like, my arms went straight, and then one elbow came unlocked, and then went back again. You're not allowed to do that. Mm. Uh, it's called a press out. It's kind of controversial a little bit, but like, like they're talking about like, oh, we should get rid of it. But it also kind of makes sure that people aren't just muscling up the weight, throwing it up there however they can. It kind of like keeps the aesthetics of the sport, you know. Right. I mean, like, like we want the best athletes to be the ones that like have really good technique. Like we don't just want like like a gorilla that like you yeah, know. Yeah, right. I, I know what you mean. That's just, just throwing it up and just yeah. yeah. I got you. Technique's I mean, important. Yeah, it's 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 like uh like yeah like i feel like that person you know they're still impressive so like they should be you know celebrated for that but i i don't, I don't care yeah uh, although so, it would have been so nice. you need three whites or is it three reds is that what, what uh, are you, you going need, for you need at least two whites okay okay i so got you two whites or three whites is a good lift um you need majority you know, yeah majority so if you if you get two reds and one white like it's it's a bad lift Okay. Um, so obviously the, the second event that you have is, is, is the clean and jerk, um, which cleans most people are familiar with. Uh, mm -hmm. Jerk is when we put it overhead. Usually you split your feet uh, like I'm about to do here. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So Damn, that was like 275 pounds. <laughs> and so yeah, most people, they split their feet like that. There's a few different styles of it, but that's the most for those of you wondering you're not supposed to be able to do that with that much weight but calvin is just a different animal and this is what he does so this is what he's training for this is why he has the program and why it's so integral that he needs to go to the gym every day um because he is i mean whenever you put that much weight over your head it's it's very dangerous and so he has to have perfect technique he has to uh, make sure he's strong enough to be able to do that and that's why he's he trains so hard yeah, and my my numbers have like skyrocketed in the last year too. So I mean, I'm just get, I'm just getting so much better. Like, mm -hmm. we might be looking at like it kind of just depends how this next month of training goes. But you know, you know, like last year, I'm pretty sure that the bronze medal for junior nationals was like 118 kilogram snatch. Okay. Um, and I think I think that's in the wheelhouse for me this year. But you just never know what other people are bringing to the table. So. You know, we'll, we'll just see what happens there. Like, you know, I think I could hit that number. Am I going to hit that number on stage? Like, I don't know. That's that's like nearly 260 pounds to put in <laughs> arms wide like that over the head. So that's so crazy. Uh, with, so with that sport, you mentioned kilograms. Is it mostly is it mostly metric system or is it are you, are you guys going pounds or what is it? Yeah, nobody nobody does pounds except for Florida weightlifting. So there's hmm. there's um actually so this is this is cool most of the athletes on my team are from florida high school weightlifting they have it as a high school sport huh um, okay and it's, it's awesome like it's like just a, just picture like wrestling or track it's like it's a, one of the big sports it's like up there with like like football basketball In just florida it's just florida and it's like interesting florida has, they've had it since like the 70s as well like it's a long tradition hmm. uh and just recently they they didn't used to have the snatch it used to be just bench and clean and jerk. And now they added the snatch. That would be like our senior year. They added the mm -hmm. snatch to it. Interesting. So, really cool. It's a big, um, big development for the sport just because so many young kids are brought to the sport from Florida. And actually, so 
in April, uh, me and my roommate, who his name's Chase, uh, we actually went down to their high school state championships and did some recruiting. And that was awesome. Like it was yeah. like, first of all, they had like 12 platforms like running all at once. So there's like, like every, anywhere you look, like there's somebody lifting, like, yeah. and you know, there's three classes, there's class one, class two, class three, um, like of like the school sizes, you know, just like any other sport. So there's just a lot of athletes. They have 10 weight classes, I believe as well. So that's super cool, man. That's yeah. And, that's and, wild. And we recruited, recruited some great kids. Uh, even, even funny, like with like the social media stuff we talked about, like, like I had some people come up to me and ask for me for pictures and stuff. And I'm like, like really? Like, who do you think I am? Well, I like, bet I'm you like, are big there. What what a bizarre thing that it's only in Florida that they have weightlifting like that. I, I don't know. I, I guess it would be like, um, like, I, I guess I would expect it to be kind of scattered all over the country in like different counties, maybe where like a group of schools would have it and they would compete with each other. Um, yeah. But that's, that's, yeah, that's really bizarre. Huh? Honestly, um, this is a this is a big goal of mine. Is you know I, I want to get my coaching certification and maybe even like like you know you know uh, like Coach Stu does like that Falcon performance stuff in the summer. Yeah. Like like I I could talk to him and be like, hey, like let me teach kids weightlifting and I'll also like get them a really big squat and bench for you and uh, you know I'll do it for free. Like you know like dude, just run you could a hundred percent be the weights guy. You could 100 yeah, percent do that yeah and i think like you know like i had i had coached Stu for class like he knows me well enough that like you know if i, I don't know i mean I, it's a bit of a thing where like to start something like that is like a really huge like like big deal to take on like it's like a lot of effort a lot of investment of time right but say so like you know i'm teaching you know all the kids that show up to falcon performance the weightlifting stuff mm -hmm. and then you know, hopefully maybe next year like you know, maybe, maybe it's like more of a camp for surrounding schools as well. Like maybe, maybe kids from like, like, like Parkway South or like, you know, like wherever, like, like other schools that are close yeah. to us, like, like, like it could be like a Parkway Rockwood, like, you know how they have the rec ball, like, mm. like yeah. it could be something through there. And like, it's kind of funny. So like my, my younger brother, he played water polo and that's technically classified as like a, like a, I forget what they call it exactly. It's like a small sport or like an upcoming sport. Okay. So not every high school has it in Missouri because not every high school has a pool. Like right. But same same way as like not every high school like has a weight room that has the stuff that you could do that in. So it's mostly like St. Louis schools that do it, and then like, their state is just like one class. Like they just all compete there. So I think like eventually, you know, it, maybe I could like maybe I'd be part of some sort of movement like that where we could start a St. Louis weightlifting, like I could see uh, high school, high school scene. That would be awesome to me. I think you could a hundred percent host a camp where you could have people come and, and see, because like, especially even like locally, I'm sure you have a, a big audience and then obviously down in Florida, wherever you're um, recruiting kids. But uh, I think that because, the, the movements are so different, like the, the clean and jerk and, and the snatch and all that. Um, you don't see that very often. And I think a lot of kids would like that because those lifts are, are, they're like full body movements. That's, that's really good for you, the stuff that you're doing. And so I think that if you can, um, get really strong and good at those lifts that you're, it's really good for you in general. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's great for mobility, great for athleticism as far as like power production just vertically. Like if you think about like somebody who's on the line in football, like they're just like pushing vertically against the other people. Yeah. Um, you like technically horizontally, but when you bend over, like, you know, you're just pushing like you're that. You're pushing up, right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same kind of position as like a clean where you would have your knees bent like that and, and pushing up into the, but really forcefully. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's tons of studies show that improves, you know, sprinting performance, like everything like that, like power production. Like, yeah, they're great. Are there better ways that, you know, you could improve your power? Like, yeah, like there's a lot easier ways. Like learning a clean is like hard. Like it's just like the technique is, is right. way too difficult to like justify just, you know, just throw, you can't just throw it out there at someone and they're going to get better. Like if they have good technique at it, like they're probably going to improve their like physical qualities, but you can't just be like, Oh, do cleans. And then you'll be better. Like you know, gotcha. there's like that learning yeah. barrier. So like, you know, maybe, maybe a trap bar jump would be, you know, a better option for somebody that doesn't have somebody to coach them for it. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody that can coach the lifts, like it's a great exercise and just, you know, knowing balance, like if you're too far on your heels and weightlifting, like it's like golf. Like, so it, when you're golfing, like this is a problem I had, like my weight was all in my heels. Mm. You got to be up to your feet. You got to be athletic at an athletic stance. You do. And it's funny because when I weightlift, like when I first started, my weight was all in my heels. And then when I come to golf, my weight's also in my heels. And I'm like, wait, there's like this, this transfer it's over. Weird. And so like, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, like, like there's, there's a lot of things you can learn from the sport as far as like just being a more athletic person. Is it worth it for everybody? Probably not, but it's just a cool thing to do. You can do it after high school. You can do it after college. Like you can, you know, it's, it's less boring in my opinion than just bodybuilding. And and it's a lot more functional as far as like, do you just want to be like the huge bodybuilder? Like, I mean, sure just maybe walks around like this and runs like you can't get through a doorway it's like that that's not really and especially like recently like I, I wanted to bulk up a lot at the start of the year and i did i ended up gaining a lot of weight and it, it was good it was all good and well but like at the end of the day i lost like a little bit of my athleticism and so i found myself like playing basketball and stuff like, yeah like when i was when i would play basketball with my friends i i, I could still shoot in that that stuff but like in terms of like driving and my athleticism, it definitely took a hit whenever I started to get bigger. And so recently I've been doing more, um, more mobility stuff. And that's, that's why, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, because I, I do think that it's important for people to, to stay athletic, to stay, um, to stay doing, uh, you know, the mobility stuff. And there's nobody better to talk to about that than, than you, obviously. Well, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> I think so. Well, at least for yeah. me, like, wh- like who I know. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're, I guess maybe you're right about that. Like, yeah. like, as far as your connections, like, yeah. So, I mean, really, like, my biggest advice is, like, do the thing. Like, like the thing you want to get better at, like, if it's, like, athleticism for basketball, like, play a lot of basketball. And you're probably mm. going to become a better, more conditioned basketball player. Right. Like, if you're trying to do these, like, you know, like, like one thing I hate is, like, ladder drills. Like, uh. like when people when people do like ladder drills and basically they're running like on top of the ground. So like they're just moving their feet really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, like it looks cool. It looks kind of athletic. Right. But when you're really in sports, you're, you know, driving really aggressively, you're putting a lot of power into the ground. 
Like if you're if you're like cr- doing a crossover in basketball, like like you're not just like yeah, like 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 you're not just like tapping the ground like that. Like it's also in basketball, there's you have to be able to change rhythm. And whenever you're doing the latter thing, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. And you're going, you know what I'm saying? And that's another thing to me, like with with the basketball. I think it is the best, the best, um, the best exercise is to just keep playing basketball. And uh, and it's also to I, I hate the like some of the people that are like one sport athletes. Like I think you did it correctly, where you were doing multiple things. If you're doing one sport over and over again, you're gonna get the same muscles tired over and over again. It's why. So many kids are getting um, injured at a very young age. You know, they're tearing their ACL playing basketball all year. Like, it's no wonder because you're you're jumping a thousand times every day. It's just you know you, you have. To, I think you have to diversify everything that you're doing. Yeah, one one thing too is just that like mental burnout. Like mm. you see athletes that have you know, like like I'm good. I'm really good friends with Tony Ann. I'll throw him, throw him out there for this. Like, like he played soccer since he was just a little kid, like starting yeah. so young, right. And at a certain kind of point, like, like, I don't want to single out Tony, like this is a more general thing as well, but like when it's not really your choice that it's your thing, like you're just kind of like expected to do it. And then you keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Right. And you get to a point where you're like, wait, like, do I even like like this game? Do I even yeah. enjoy it? Like, like, I mean, yeah, Tony, Tony does love soccer. Like, I mean, it's it's a huge part of his life. Like, I mean, he doesn't play very much still. Like, he actually just recently um, got into with his old club team. Like, he paid a little fee and they let him play in a couple games actually still. But, like, I, I mean, just, just like as far as like continuing the sport, like, yeah he's played it for you know what whatever 14 years something like that and it's like you know you just get burnt out like and burnt i out. see it with so many athletes like when they just start at a young age and it's not really their choice so so that's what's really great about weightlifting for me is that i you know like i you. Chose, completely cho- chose to do weightlifting literally mm-hmm. i didn't even know a single person that actually did the sport of weightlifting <laughs> like yeah like like it was so completely my choice like I had to, you know, ask for my birthday present. Like, mom, can I please have a barbell? Like, <laughs> it's like, and, and, you know, she's, she's endlessly supportive. So I really thank her and my dad for, for helping me out with that kind of stuff as well. Right. That's another thing is, is those parents that like parents that force kids to play. Sports oh, dude. Yeah. They're, they're similar to Tony <laughs> with me with basketball. I, I've played basketball since before I can even remember. And like, my junior and senior year, I didn't even really want to play basketball. I just played because I liked the guys on the team and I liked going to practice every day and the banter at practice. I enjoyed being on the team. Um, I didn't even really enjoy the the sport as, as much really. Cause like, I don't know, it was just like one of those things, like I gave away the basketball hoop in, in my, in my uh, driveway. I didn't enjoy like practicing and grinding at it very much anymore. And I became obsessed with golf. And golf was like golf. I I progressed so much. I went from um, being like a JV player my junior year of high school because I started playing competitively junior year, and I really worked at it that summer. And I became a top four player on varsity my senior year because yeah. I was so obsessed with that, and I I really like put in so much time into that, and uh, and I and I still do the same thing. So it's just uh, it's one of those things where like. Don't do something just because you, you know, other people say to do it or, you know, because you're expected to do it. Do the thing that you want to do. 
I think that's an important message. Absolutely. And, and with golf too, like, like it's a very individual journey as well. So yes, it's easy to, I, I wish like, like I, I was playing last summer. I probably played four rounds, my first four rounds ever last summer. Yeah. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that. And I, I hope that I can get back into it this, this next school year. Uh, I like, like it, I really like golf as a game. Like I'm not good at it. Like, like right. no, I'm not good at it at all. Yeah. I got you. I can hit some, I can hit some clubs sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it's been great to have you on. If you don't mind, we can, we can move into the top five if you'd like. Okay. And top the top five, five top, we're doing a top five. Yes. Okay. Um, it's top five, not a draft because I think this one is better if we kind of keep all options open. So the top five this <laughs> week, and I can go first if you'd like, so you can kind of hear it, but it's top five sports to watch. Okay. Sports to watch on the TV, in person, whatever. What do you like watching the most? Um, and, and I can go first here. Um, at number five, it, it's going to be soccer for me. Okay. Soccer is at five. I, I really, I put it on there because I need to go to, the, to see the St. Louis team in person. I haven't seen them in person. I've watched them on yeah. the TV a little bit. Um, but I need to go see the St. Louis guys play. And then especially like I would go, I would definitely go to see like the world cup. That would be sweet. Like that would be, that would be super sick to me. So anyway, I have, I have, I have soccer at five. Okay. At number four, and this is going to be wild. Okay. But I, I do think this is a sport. I have cornhole. Okay. Cornhole at, at four. I see it on the TV. <laughs> I know I see it on the TV all the time. And I, I play a lot of cornhole with my friends yeah. and it is just, it is the epitome of competition. There's so much skill that goes into it. Um, there's like bags that we, we were playing actually last night. Um, and there's bat there's bags that have a slick side and a sticky side that you can throw and you can let, you know, there's different strategies you can go with. And, um, and so cornhole is at four for me. Okay. At number three, Okay, I'm going to have, uh, and this is this is one that a lot of people are probably not going to have on their list. I have golf at three. Okay, namely the Masters because I love watching golf. Um, it, when yeah. you when you play the game as much as I do, you learn to appreciate some of the stuff that the players are doing. Right, it's just so impressive some of the shots that they hit, and it's funny when they mess up too. So I have I have uh, golf at three. Um, at number two. Okay, this is uh, at number two. I have football. Football is okay. at number two. Football to me, there is nothing like when it's fourth and one, and and they just need one yard to get the first down, and everybody's wild going to the games, especially going to a football game. There's nothing I like more than going to a Mizzou f uh, football game. Okay, and then at number one, at number one, I have hockey. Hockey to me is the best sport to watch. It's constant, constant action. Uh, playoff hockey, especially uh, in overtime, there, there's not a more intense atmosphere than that. It's just constantly going like that. And I know I don't have baseball or basketball on this. Okay. I don't have either of those. Basketball is surprising. Basketball is surprising because obviously everybody thinks like, I, I, yeah, I'm a basketball guy. But it's another one of those things like to me, I think I got burnt out of it. And so, like, I'll watch whenever my favorite player's on, like, whenever LeBron's on, I'll watch LeBron play. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm, LeBron, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a LeBron yeah. sexual. I'm a LeBron sexual. Right, so <laughs> I'll watch I'll watch when LeBron plays. But, like, it's just 
like I, I really haven't even watched the much of this NBA finals, which is wild for a guy running a sports podcast, right? But um I always look at like all the recaps and stuff like that. But um it's just that that's not for me. And then the only thing I do like doing with baseball, I can't watch baseball on the TV. I can't I, 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 I can't I, watch baseball on the TV. In in person, I just went to a baseball game uh this this past Friday. And it was a lot of fun. I like going in person. It was packed at uh, Friday for the for the Cardinals game, and we hit three home runs. By the way, there's nothing like a home run in person when everybody, you know, stands up, and it, it's it's awesome. But um, it, it just isn't as good to me as some of the other ones, like like a like a goal in soccer, or like a four bagger in cornhole. That's just special. So yeah, yeah, it's just that's that's my list. Anyway, I'll let you go. I've been talking for too long. All right, I just wrote down my own list so I, I, I don't get uh, you know mixed up here. Right. Uh, should, I, should I go for number five like you did? Go for number five. Yeah, I okay. would like that. I would enjoy that. All right. So number five, I have uh, wrestling, actually. Wow. So, so recent, recently I've been talking to somebody that does, does wrestling and like learning more about how like the, actually the point system works and stuff. Uh, and I actually, you know, just as a weightlifter, like I kind of have like that connection as far as weight classes and mm. you know, cutting for weight and, you know, you just have to be really strong, like, and athletic in a way. Now yeah. I, I'm not going to compare wrestling and weightlifting because I think wrestling is probably a lot harder, but you know, like I, I really like to, to watch some of that now. I, I mean, I'll be honest, the only sports that I will actually sit down and watch are going to be my top two on this list. Okay. That's fine. So, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not really gonna like take time out of my day to be like, oh, the you know wrestling's on right now. Like, yeah, I just don't have that kind of time to give. One uh, thing that number... I didn't think about that I wish was on my list is UFC. I love that watching the UFC. Four. My number four okay. is UFC. Good okay. transition there. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, and again, like, I'm not gonna sit down and be like, oh, there's a big fight on. But if my buddy, if like my buddies or whatever, like, like, oh, let's watch the fight. Like, I'm like, yeah. Let's yeah, hell go. yeah. Like, like I'll get into it. Like, right. like I actually, it's like anything can happen. There's actually like action happening, unlike baseball. Like in my, like in my opinion. Oh yeah, pitch yeah, clocks made it a little better, but baseball still's got a lot to go to me. Yeah, I, it's just it's tough. All right, number number three, we have hockey. I love a okay. I love a good Blues game. I go to a couple a year usually. And me too. Uh, at um at the last job I worked at the last three summers they they give out company tickets. Got some really nice seats. Got to see them get knocked out by the wild, actually. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, you went to the last game when they got knocked out? Yeah, yeah that sucks. That sucks. Or actually, I think I went to – maybe I went to two of them because there was one game where it was tied. It was about to go into overtime, and it was like it was like two seconds on the clock, and the wild scored. And, and everybody's oh. just – <laughs> when you're at one of those games in person there's nothing like that dude everybody's like flabbergasted silent in the i mean yeah. other than the wild fans they're like silent like it was yeah. crazy so yeah i mean i like my dad is like a religious blues fan like mm. watches every, every single game knows every all the players everything right. so that's nice he has a nice he has a big jersey that says lackey on it so i wear that that's sick uh, I mean, again, like I'm not gonna sit down and be like the Blues game's on, right? Like, I'm not really you. at that level. Number two, I have basketball. Oh, so, I really like like back in like back in eighth grade, I kind of like got into like basketball. I was sort of like a bandwagon like uh, like Golden State Warriors fan, right? And, 
I would just play all the time when I started being friends with Drew Crossan and Evan Sweeney. Like we okay. just play every night. Like that's that summer after eighth grade, we'd play every day, and I was awful. I was god awful. <laughs> yeah. Like, worst, worst basketball player like ever, dude. Like I never tried it. I'd never even done it. So like I gotcha. I really kind of got like a sort of like a passion about getting better for it. Like like I would like go and play on my own, just like go up to Stanton or wherever, like near me. Just yeah. play. And like that that really made me like love watching the game as well. So I'd say like freshman, sophomore, junior year, like I would I would sit down and, and really watch games and I would really like like get into it. Like I would just sit down and be like, Oh yeah, like I wanna watch I wanna watch the Lakers play. I wanna watch the you know, like like whoever. I really mm-hmm. like the heat back in the day. You know, now that sounds funny to say, oh, they're they're all popular now. Right. I really like is Bam out of bio even on the heat anymore? He was like one of my favorite players. Yeah, he's he, still in the heat. He's still in the heat. He and probably, he's playing well. Is he? I feel yeah. like he like didn't get that much better. I thought he was gonna get way better, but he I mean, he's like he's still like probably like a top five center right now, but he I mean, there's not very many good centers, so it, it's he's an all right player. He's pretty good. Yeah. And I've only been to I've only been to one NBA game. It was a Suns game back in like Never 2017 been. or 2019, maybe. Yeah. 20, 2019 Suns game. Uh, Booker and DeAndre were going like for like 20 wins a season. Like it was awful. Yeah, that was a grind back there, back in the day. Uh, for them. Pretty, sure, pretty sure Booker dropped like 60 that game. Though, so that was cool. But they they lost. So yeah, of whatever. course. Anyways, number one, number one, I have weightlifting just because that's like – that's the actual sport that I watch. I will sit right. down and watch lifting. Coming up at six o'clock today is uh, the. It's called the IWF Grand Prix. Uh, we have two two athletes for Team USA competing there. That's uh, going to be cool to watch. And I mean, it's just like a personal thing. Like it's not interesting. Like it's not very interesting to watch. Like yeah, I gotcha. Maybe when it comes on every four years for the Olympics, like some people are sitting down and watching it. But that's the only time I've seen it. I'll be honest. That's the only time I've probably seen it. Yeah, on the Olympics. <laughs> And I, I mean, I think they need to improve our sport to make it more sort of viewer friendly. Like, I mean, for some reason, like CrossFit games, like, is just huge. Like, it is huge. Giant. Like, and they make it fun to watch, even though they have they have our own events. They have the snatch. They have the cleaning. The, the yeah. they do cleaning stuff. Like, they'll they'll as part of the CrossFit games have like a max snatch. And, but it's like interesting to watch the way they do it. Like, yeah, not so much like the way that. I wonder how I they would know. do that make it to make it more i don't know i guess like have have like good personalities on covering it or something like that i don't know yeah. or like i don't know powerlifting they just have like a bunch of like air horns and like fog machines and <laughs> lighting like yeah yeah that's sick. like that anyways that's that's my top five sports to watch i love it i love it um i i was looking forward to doing that list i was thinking about uh, about lists that we could have done and that was one of them Along with you though, I I didn't have a top five ready. I just kind of came up with that on the fly, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, that was episode thirty of Sports Society. Thanks again to Calvin for coming on with me. This was a pleasure to have him on uh, to talk about anything. Any last words, Calvin? Uh, nope. Just thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that was Sports Society. Signing out. Thanks for listening or watching. Whatever the hell you did. And make sure to check out our socials at Sports Society Pod on all platforms. Thank you.